New concept, Fab Five. Fab in five minutes. This is different than other content out there. I know Vlad Sedler has his awesome article, and he gives you he recommends bid ranges, and he gives you a list of a full comprehensive list of players. Um, this is different. I'm going to um, give you the average main event bid that I think will win that player. So the average bid that I think will eventually. Um, secure that player across those 53 main events. Not the bid that I would make. So if I'm saying $200, I could bid 10. If I'm saying 10, I could bid 200. Don't hold me to it. And it's five minutes. I'm not going to get through everyone. Um, this is supposed to be concise. So here we go. Um, um, let's do it. Edward, three three big ticket items this week. Edward Julihans. Um, let's talk about him. I know he's going to be a coveted player. I know Rob has him in like 80% of his leagues and he's doing his own fab thing that I, have, I haven't seen that yet, but, um, he's probably, um, recommending him. I would imagine. And I know Phil has drafted him, all those guys. Um, so that's going to move the market, no doubt, uh, and make him more expensive. But, um, looking at last year's double A AA and triple A, um, numbers for players under the age of 25, only 12 of them had an OBP over for over 400, um, uh, a slugging over 490 and a strikeout rate under 25%. Only 12 of them, and that included Edward Julian. The, the other 11 are Corbin Carroll, Von Grissom, Gunnar Henderson, Kyle Manzardo, Miguel Vargas, Logan O'Hoppy, Brett Beatty, Andy Rodriguez, Esther Ruiz, Tyler Gentry, and Will Benson. So a very good list. Um, looking over at historical numbers, um, you see last year, Josh Lowe. Uh, around this time early in the season, went for an average of 200. Vinny Pasquantino, another guy that those um, that good group of players was on last year, went for an average of 184. And um, those guys were basically um, unanimously selected in fab. Um, and you got to gross up that 184 number because that was later in the season. People had less money. So he would have been probably over $200, I would imagine. Um, but then you compare it to Miranda, went for 76 on average, Esther Ruiz, 71, uh, last year, but though that was uncertain playing time. I know there is that uncertainty again, but I would, I would estimate that, uh, Julian goes for an average of approximately $200 with, uh, max bids exceeding 300. Uh, the next guy is Zach Nito. Um, not a lot of experience, but, uh, first round pedigree, Ian Khan would like that, um, I'm going to say that um, given the landscape of shortstop, all these injuries, I would say $110 on average um, he will go for. Um, next one is Taj Bradley. Um, he can be compared to other top prospects. Um, just looking at last year's um, results, Max Meyer went for an average of 93. Um, and then other players I've highlighted here, Shane Baz, not the greatest comp because of it was the injury thing. Uh, one for 53. Brady Singer, another, um, I guess he's sort of post-type, not a prospect, went for 61. Um, Detmers uh, picked up multiple times, but he was, again, um, somewhat on, on the same playing field, $47. So I'm going to think he goes for more than those end guys, but also um, looking at Shane McClanahan, remembering, I don't have this documented from the year before that. I know guys like Toby were in on him for over $100, but McClanahan, I think, is the better player, so I think he, from what I remember, his bid range is ranged from just under 100 to just under 200 so actually, two other comps that I need to 
uh, mention our George Kirby. I'm seeing him at the top of this list. I missed him, $339.38. So that has to be factored in um, to all these bids that are a lot lower. So combining everything, and also McLan- um, sorry, Manoa in the 2021 year with McClanahan, he was more than McClanahan. He was like around 300 I think, whereas McClanahan was, like I said, through like 75 to 175 I think it was. Just, um, I can't really justify thinking that Taj could go that much more than McClanahan, but given the landscape of some of these, some of the success of the prospects and where we are right now with pitching, like, I think I'm going to peg Taj uh, below the Manoa and Kirby range, but right at the top of the McClanahan range at $175 and above everyone else there. So, $175. let us move on to the other starting pitchers. Um, that are possible ads this week. Um, Taj Bradley, we've talked about it. Dean Kramer gets Washington, then he's got a two-start week, Boston-Detroit. He's 83% owned. I can actually see that ownership uh, period, uh, percentage going down despite the matchups. Um, sometimes um, these matchups are not that great. Like, um, you know, I, I think you're, you're streaming against bad offenses. You might just stream against Zach Plezak, um, like Chad Cool today, um, instead of... The offenses, because you're probably going to get a win there. Um, Kyle Gibson, 100% owned in main events. But uh, Tyler Wells, um, is uh, if, he, if he's not owned in another league, like um, OLAC or something like that, I could see like a $20 bid on Gibson. I don't think, I think Dean Kramer, if, he, if, if you're going to get him, he's 83% owned, $12 would get him, uh, maybe 15 uh, Tyler Wells, 68% owned. He gets Detroit, then Boston, then a two-start matchup. KC, Atlanta, then Pittsburgh. Uh, decent schedule. I would peg him at $11. Um, Ryan Nelson, 94% owned. He's got San Diego, then Kansas City, then Texas, then a two-start Miami, San Francisco, then Pittsburgh. So um, he's a guy that I wanted for his schedule. Um, I think if he's still out there and he's out there in a couple main events, you're going to have to pay, you're going to probably have to pay um, $42 for him, perhaps. Um, Maybe elsewhere, maybe a little bit less in the other the other leagues if he's available. Matt Boyd and, Ma- and, Ma- and Michael Lorenzen swapped their rotation spots, but it didn't really impact their schedule too much. I could see Matthew Boyd maybe getting dropped and Lorenzen maybe getting added. $8 a piece. Um, Lorenzen's got Baltimore, then Milwaukee, then a two-start Mets-St. Louis. Boyd's now got Baltimore, Baltimore, Mets. Baltimore's not the best matchup um, anymore. Um, so $8. Yusei Kikuchi, he's got the Yankees, then the White Sox, then a two-star at Boston and Pittsburgh, then Atlanta, then Baltimore, then Tampa Bay. Um, $34 for him if you want him. Um, Hunter Gaddis, two starts. Uh, Detroit, Miami, um, $18. He's got Boston and Minnesota, then Detroit again. So that Boston and Minnesota matchups for the next two weeks is not too useful. Um, I don't know, like I said. Ryan Weathers, he's got Atlanta and Arizona coming up two starts if the schedule um, goes to plan. But if they stay on the six-man, I don't think he lines up for any starts the following week. And then um, Cincinnati, then Minnesota, if that ske- if nothing happens to that schedule or that rotation, which, you know, Musgrove's coming back, so three bucks. Fleming, whatever. Josiah Gray, 98% owned. He's got Baltimore, then a two-start uh, Mets-Pittsburgh um, $42 if you want him. Braxton Garrett, 93% owned. Cleveland, Atlanta, then Atlanta and Chicago, two-start. Cincinnati, again, probably 40 to $50. Uh, Woodford, whatever. Strom, you know, he's got the strikeouts today. He's got Colorado at home, then Seattle, then uh, two-start LA, Dodgers, Boston. Then he's at Coors, not great, not the greatest schedule, um, 18 bucks. Battenfield, Peyton Battenfield, he's got Detroit, 
Then he's got Colorado at home and Boston. So two starts, Minnesota, then the Angels, um, $18. Jansen Junk, his metrics look terrible. He's got Seattle, then a two-start Detroit, LA Angels. Um, yeah, I don't know, a buck, two bucks. Griffin Canning, he's got the Yankees, then a two-start Oakland, Milwaukee, then, then Texas, then Cleveland, then Baltimore, $10. Johan Aviado, um, bad schedule coming up at Colorado Coors. Then he's got a two-start, but it's the Dodgers and the Nationals. Then he's got Toronto and then Baltimore, who's not a good matchup anymore. Um, I'd say $20 as well. Um, he, he might be a sit going forward. Grove, he could he's 21% only, he could get dropped more. He's got the Cubs this week, then Pittsburgh. I don't know if you want to add him, but I, I think it's going to be about $10 if you want him. Patino on the on the raise, if they got another um, just a shot in the dark, if they have any room there, he might get Cincinnati, then Houston and Chicago White Sox to start. Then Yankees, Baltimore, not a good schedule. Um, I think you'd probably get him for a buck if you want him. Relief pitchers. Um, Brash is 72% owned. I think it's going to cost about 15 bucks to get Brash uh, if you want him. Ottavino, 49% owned. I think about $12 to get him. Montero, 83% owned, probably 10. Um, other than that, you got the mess in Detroit, and you got um, Carl Edwards Jr., Wingenter, Foley, Cisnero, all those guys. I don't know. I don't think they're going to cost you much at all. Uh, bats. Um, let's look at the platoon bats. You got um, Rayleigh and Vossler. Uh, great schedules. Um, four righties, zero lefties. Um, the first half, and then one righty, two righties, one lefty. That's those are good schedules. And all these guys are going to be between five, two to eight bucks that I'm going to list here in these platoon situations. Sam Hilliard is not great. He's got one righty two lefties and then two righties one lefty and you don't know when michael harris comes back that's not a good scenario so yeah again the, the ben the benson and vossler were good tappy has got four righties and zero lefties coming up the first half and then two righties one lefty that's good but duran might be in play um carrie carpenter's got three righties zero lefties three righties zero lefty that's good franchi i don't know he could be a drop he could be an ad he's got one righty two lefties if Jose Suarez stays in that rotation, which is TBD, and then two righties, one lefty. So he's playable on the weekend, but maybe not so much the first part. Very, very much fringe. Jake Berger's got two righties, one lefty, and then one righty, two lefties. So that's good for the weekend. Um, J.D. Davis, sort of similar, two righties, two lefties in a seven-game weekend, and then two righties, one lefty in the second half. Uh, that's not great, but not terrible. Oscar Gonzalez might be okay. He's got two lefties the first part and then again two lefties so he's facing four lefties out of the six games this week so he could be a drop but he could also be a hold for that for that if, they, if they're gonna if they're even gonna platoon him and he just might bench him um other guys like you got Rodolfo Castro Bryce Johnson if the Conforto and Jock are hurt Jolks and Stone Garrett are like you wanted them to be a Dallas Garcia it doesn't look like they are turning into that they could be drops but two dollar ads Gio Urshela 70% owned in the main event Hit a grand slam today, but although he might be losing playing time. Before today, I haven't checked. Mark Mathias on the Pirates started three in a row. Decent numbers. Um, Nick Senzel, um, he's playing now, for now. He's um, 2% owned. Leody Tavares, he's the one guy I think could go for a lot more. He's 76% owned. Uh, they've got a good schedule coming up. It's a six-game week, but the pitchers that the, the Rangers are facing are fucking shit. Um, terrible. Um they, and then you got Bur, uh, Robles, 81% owned. Will Brennan. Um, and then also Von Grissom. I didn't mention him because he was 96% owned in the big ticket items. But he is a big ticket item. I would say, is he available in what, like two or four leagues in the main event? Um, $175 is where I would peg him. And then you got Kevin Smith too. Probably a, puck, a buck or two. 
catchers. Um, all under five bucks here. Zanino, Jake Rogers, Joey Barth, those are your best bets for what is available. Um, drops. Who's who going to drop? People falling in pl- platoons that you might, you're probably not going to drop, but you got to watch out for are for playing time and adding players if you need them. Brandon Drury's not playing full-time anymore, although he might be now. That's going to be an interesting situation to monitor. Brandon Marsh, exclusively against righties. Jake McCarthy is slipping into a platoon, perhaps. Um, you're not dropping him, but whatever. Possible drops are Tanner Hawk. Depending if you, depending on what's available and how the rest of your team looks like, these are guys that are p- potentially on the chopping block. Tanner Hawk, Johnny Brito, Clark Schmidt, Jose Barrios. You don't want to drop them, but you might have to. Um, other guys are Bailey Falter, Dean Kramer, Ken Waldachuk, David Hensley, Oscar Gonzalez, Stone Garrett, Corey Jolks, Franchi Cordero, Gio Urshela, Luis Rengifo. Again, not universal drops, but they could be emergency drops if you need them. Easy drops are, unfortunately, some injured players this week. Adam Duvall, Orlando Arcia, just not the... You can't be holding these players, although I kind of want to hold Duvall. I don't know. Dylan Dodd, Cole Irvin, Fujinami. I know he did okay today, but he sucks. Um, Jesus Sanchez, O'Neal Cruz, I think he's a dump. Jeffrey Springs, I think he's a dump. James Capriellian, um might be the worst pitcher on the planet. Uh, Tucker Davidson, all dumps. Would you dump Brandon Woodruff? Probably not. But that injury, from what I've heard, could be three months. Um, I've asked a couple people about that, and um, not including fantasy doctors. And yeah, that could be a three-month thing. But I don't think you can drop him yet. You gotta, you gotta find out. You gotta, you gotta at least hold out for a little bit more information. But yeah, that's about it. I don't know if I'm gonna release this or not. But um, if I do, don't outbid me. And um, bad luck. And that was 12 minutes, not five minutes. But you know what? It's really hard to get it under five minutes. Um, At least there was no bullshit, right?